0: The shade. Hey, for
1: the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, the wine. Tell you why i oh, Good evening. Yeah. Happy yeah. Sunday. You Welcome to hey, Drink in the boy. Style brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm gonna help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. My guest tonight is Nancy Nelson Flom, founder at one of our favorite partners, Intersource Flooring in the beautiful IMS building in Minneapolis. Nancy, welcome to Drink in the Style.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm honored. <laughs> oh, that'll change. <laughs> Honor becomes regret so incredibly quickly. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to have you here. We're going to be talking about flooring. We're going to be talking about business practices. We're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things. I'm excited to have you. So thank you for being a guest.
0: Thank
1: you. Oh god. Master of spirits. Chief coctologist, if you will, <laughs> Mr. Dan Newkirk from Mercy Benedict's Mill Valley Kitchen. Dan, how have you been? Living good. Yeah, you're hungover today. We know this is true.
2: Yes, yes, this is true. But I'm already feeling a little bit better.
1: Are you? A little bit. Yeah, we, we did what we like to call an oak this, uh, before the program starts. We usually start the program or before we hit the airwaves, we have a quick shot just to loosen things up. If we have a second shot, we call that an oak. The homage to Brian Oak. You you can't give enough. Um, homage to yeah. Brian Oak, yeah. one of the few guys who actually asked for seconds before we <laughs> even
2: got started. Please uh, have some more. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. Oh, God. Brian Oak, last week, we have, uh, if you haven't listened to it, we did our holiday music special and uh, there were some great tracks on that, some great conversation. So, uh, folks, if you missed that one, go to drinkinthestyle.com or am950radio.com. You can listen to back episodes and you can enjoy that one because, frankly... I'm both proud and ashamed of what we did that day. <laughs>
2: That's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's actually, that, that should just be another Tuesday. Just another
2: day in the life, man, come on. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> both proud and ashamed. <laughs> Speaking of pride and shame, what are we drinking
2: tonight? So today we're going to be doing the Oaxacan. Uh, this is something that we offer uh, anytime at Mercy. We used to have it on the menu, but you no, know, change is good. We have our uh, Herdura House Barrel. Uh, it's a Reposado uh, double barrel. Uh, and, and this have, is
1: your and this is wait this is the Herradura specifically for mercy correct
2: yep, the one we went down to mexico to the and picked it out and all that good stuff which is insanely cool and then we also have uh it's 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 a combination of tequila and mezcal uh, the mezcal is cocktail friendly appropriately priced vita from the Demogue line uh it's really cool because it has uh notes of vanilla uh that kind of shine through so with the balance of that uh, i made a cocoa nib tincture uh, so basically, I took a bunch of cocoa nibs, and I soaked them in Everclear for for about a week. Uh, and then you get this beautiful brown. Uh, it's pretty much like liquid chocolate.
1: It is gorgeous. Yeah, it, it's fun. Beautiful.
2: So like the, the, the chocolate vanilla balance just really kind of rounds out the beverage. Uh and all over the hacienda are lemon trees, which I thought to be really crazy. So I uh, I do a lemon instead of the uh, traditional lime thought process.
1: It's brilliant. <laughs> yep. So so the uh, and technically is this a Oaxacan old fashioned? Are we calling it that, or just the Oaxacan?
2: You can call it whatever the heck you want.
1: That is true. It is my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's gonna be a Oaxacan. We're actually we're publishing this one in the upcoming upcoming drink in the style cocktail compendium, which will be in bookstores all across. Quisetta um, uh, very quickly and we are listing this one in uh, in that so alright Brett why do you hit it with some cocktail mixing music beautiful
2: so basically your typical Oaxacan is going to be a one to one so it's going to be one ounce of your tequila one ounce of your, um, of, your of your mezcal whatever tinctures or bitters you want to use um,
1: yep alright that's all I got let me ask you, a tincture. I, I honestly, we use the phrase all the time. I know generally... What, what exactly is a tincture?
2: So a tincture is just basically... Uh, it's anything soaked in, like, a high-proof spirit. Um, so the flavor the flavor of... Uh, so, I like, one of the drinks I have is a Parmesan tincture. I took Parmesan cheese, and I just... I soaked it in, um, in, the, in the Everclear for about a week. And then, it literally, it's like liquid cheese. So...
1: It's amazing. Yeah. It's so you good. just cork it, set it, yeah. drink it.
2: So, also, one of the things, too... Um, because Greg's kind of a whiner about uh, about sugar, so uh, usually usually I, I put in agave. It's uh, the devil's powder. But I, we're skipping the sugar all all, all together today, just because I want the, the flavors to come through. So it is going to be a bit of a you know stronger drink, but
1: I think it's going to be okay. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, gee! <laughs> Nancy got enthusiastic at that one. No, that's uh, that is that is absolutely fantastic. I all right. You mentioned, by the way, that the mezcal is reasonably priced. Mescal is really expensive in uh, most cases. Very expensive. Yeah, right. So I mean, you go into a liquor store, most Mescals are going to set you back at least sixty bucks to wow. start with. Any idea how much the vita is retailing for?
2: Yeah, vita retails around like uh, I think it's like twenty-two fifty. Really? That's why it's, it's a cocktail friendly. You know. Let's
1: go. So it's not the mezcal that you want to necessarily sip on its own. They've got some nice. Oh, don't get it twisted. It's that. still
2: delicious to drink. By so. itself. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> when we did our oak, we did the tequila. We should have done the Vita. Well,
2: you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> Good right. time. Live and learn. Life is about learning. Absolutely. All right. So you're mixing that up. You're giving that about 25 revolutions. So you're mixing it in a yari. And by the way. Yari, as is defined in the Cocktail Compendium from 2019, is any kind of a mixing vessel that includes a pouring spout.
2: Typically, they're most found to be glass, but uh, because of breakage, I went with the uh, the,
1: the metal one, That's and a good point. Uh, you know I still have it. Good call. It's a good call. Very good call. All right, so we're going to be uh, drinking this over ice, and we're going with standard rocks, not a single giant rock, which I know you are. I, I um, have those at the it. restaurant.
2: They just they melt too fast, so I didn't want to transfer them.
1: Do they really?
0: That's good to
2: know. Well, they melt fast when they're not, you know, when they're in room temperature.
1: I've never had a cocktail sit in front of me long enough to notice how quickly the I'm ice it. Weird. <laughs> 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 All right. So you got that uh, completely mixed up. We're not doing any kind of a rim, and... Uh, there
2: will be zero rim job today, Greg.
1: <sighs> Drinking style after dark. Can we bleep that, Brad? I mean, just... Just for the sake of leaping. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, Thank you very much. All right. We've got it all poured out. The uh, cocktail is mostly clear with a hint of uh, kind of a yellowish golden tone, I would say. And then you are going to express the lemon over the cocktail, I would guess. Correct? Yep. See, look at this. I'm learning to be a coctologist. (laughs) Yes, you
0: are. Absolutely. You're very good
1: at it. Do you like the term, by the way? Are you?
0: Coctologist? Coctologist?
1: Master of coctology.
0: Master of coctology. Yeah,
2: so far it hasn't got me any
1: dates. (laughs) By the way, are we in any eras at this moment?
2: Yeah, I got a couple eras going on right now.
1: Excellent. Backstory. Dan Newkirk does not count his age based on years, but in girlfriend eras, much like the Ming Dynasty is recalled in China.
0: Oh, that's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. All right. Our cocktails are fully mixed. This is absolutely uh, beautiful. Beautiful as a color. We're going to sip, and we've got something exciting for you. Ladies and gentlemen, because I despise mouth noises on the radio, we're overcoming that with the following uh, brilliant radio maneuver. Uh, Let's have a taste. slightly off on the timing because we didn't get a chance to drink but there it is now you don't have to listen to our tongues congratulations <laughs> oh my god that is uh, yeah oh wow alright
2: so funny because most people wouldn't really care for that without the sugar but Seriously, I know no. this guy it's
1: fabulous I can drink six of those yeah that's a six drinker <laughs> alright we're going to take a quick break when we come back Nancy's actually going to get a chance to talk to us a little bit about uh, flooring and intersource stick with us ladies and gentlemen
2: My heart, cause you don't care about me. You got me sort like a
1: pillowcase, but you let my love go away. So, unchain my heart, oh, please, please set me free. Unchain my heart. Welcome back to Drinking the Style. A one-hour conversation about art and architecture, design, anything aesthetic. I'm your host Gregory Rich, and my guest this evening is Nancy Nelson Flom from Intersource Flooring. Nancy, are you excited to actually get a chance to say something?
0: I am. I am very excited.
1: <laughs> you're a Oaxacan old-fashioned, and two oaks into the uh, afternoon, and now Absol- we're going to put you on the on the radio.
0: Absolutely, you're you're kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: only segment two it's just another tuesday <laughs> yeah i know right best day of the week no question <laughs> all right um nancy inner source has a great reputation i mean you guys have great reviews everyone speaks really highly of everything you do in the residential and the commercial flooring space. thank you so much it's true it's absolutely true um and 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 it's why I was excited to have you on there. And and when we started talking before the program and, and kind of a lead up, I asked you, what is the secret to to why you are as successful? And you gave me a single word, PIPER. I
0: did. I did. So PIPER stems from, I polled um, many of our employees on their top three values regarding work mm-hmm. and had a lot of answers, combined everything, and got down to about 10 core values. And then I took a look at that and I thought, I'm not going to be able to remember this. I need an acronym. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I think this is how I studied in college, right? Brilliant, So yes. And then I wanted a happy acronym because mm-hmm. I think the word Piper mm-hmm. kind of has a happy tone to it.
1: It does. It does. So Pipe- unless you know you're a Pied Piper child being led into a yeah. rushing river to be swept away forever, but that yeah. was an anomaly.
0: That's exactly, Just exactly.
1: throwing that in there. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that is
0: not the vision I was. Hoping
1: for here. <laughs> Let me lead you to your doom. The new okay. term is rip it. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Piper is a happy word. Piper is a happy word. What does, what does it stand for?
0: It stands for passion, integrity, positivity, excellence, and respect.
1: Those are all fabulous, fabulous qualities. I mean, that really is kind of dissecting the, the component parts of a, of a virtuous system, of a virtuous person. Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: So our goal is for our team to all be Piper. We actually say we're, we're Piper people, or maybe it's just me saying we're Piper people.
1: <laughs>
2: Keep saying that, Piper people, Piper people, yeah.
0: <laughs> say that past 10 times.
1: Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> metafenomous lumberjack, has been replaced. <laughs>
0: Um, however, we'd love our clients to be Piper as well. Some will be, some won't be as much, but um, it's it's values that we really use as a guide.
1: I think it's I think it's it's absolutely great. I mean, you've distilled brilliantly kind of the nature of of. You know, what it takes to be a business person of integrity. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. And that's what's missing in so many different cases.
0: It so is missing. I can't believe some businesses can stay in business without without it.
1: It's true. And you know what? I don't want to like, I mean, this is probably something I shouldn't say, but... Flooring is really hard. There are mm-hmm. two industries sp- or subsets of the design industry that I have found to be particularly prone towards shady dealings.
0: Absolutely.
1: Mattresses and flooring.
0: Oh, I'm sad that you say that, but, you know, the un- I probably shouldn't say this on the radio. So The Wahacans um, are going to – they're working their magic. So when my husband and I decided to embark on this, my father has a floor covering history, and we went into design. Long story – um, but we did go out to, quote unquote, deslime the flooring industry mm-hmm. by treating it extremely professional. Mm-hmm. We can sleep at night. We don't solve problems the fast and easy way. We think about the long term, the relationship, and the big picture. I think wow,
1: that's fabulous. And you started and you started Interstore's twenty years ago. Ah, uh, twenty four. Wow.
0: And I'm only twenty nine. How did I do that?
1: <laughs> I would have guessed twenty seven. Yeah, you had you to, the nook hit the floor and you said, Eureka, right. I'm going to be in flooring.
0: Exactly. I have a commercial design background, went to college for design, went to the U of M, got a bachelor in science and design. However, I was around my father's floor covering business since the time I was born. Okay. And his was a little bit more residential based. My interest was more hospitality, retail, country club based. And I did that for about five or six years, okay. as did my husband and my business partner. Um, working at competitive firms. And then I went to work for my dad for a few years and found that I didn't know the technical side of flooring and thought, hmm, wow, it was kind of an epiphany. And I thought, well, why don't I take and combine my, my design background mm-hmm. with that technical knowledge
1: mm-hmm.
0: and make it extremely professional business. And so that's what InterSource is.
1: So from a perspective of of materials, mm-hmm. I mean, you spend a lot of time thinking about the nature of the materials that you're, that you're putting on the floor. What are some of the dominant things that come to mind when you're looking at a project?
0: Well, a lot of times people don't wanna talk about cost upfront, but it can save time. It can save frustration and hassle and disappointment. So our goal is to find out a budget Mm -hmm. often there isn't one until we quote it and then there becomes a budget so we kind of do things multiple times but we're we're used to that um really the application of the space you know what's going on in there are they it's a workout room well are they throwing weights down or is it just a treadmill there's different flooring needs based upon the activities in that space
1: so it's about asking questions. You know the budget thing. I, I'll, I'll go back to that because this is this is a drum I've been beating for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't begrudge people for no. not wanting to talk about budget. Yeah, because I totally understand. There are two things that are being asked when when you ask uh, a client what your budget is. There are two possible things that you're asking. Either one, how much money do you have that I can take? And that's what most people think they're being asked. But in fact, if you are a person of integrity, you're saying, how much do you want to spend so that I know how to maximize those dollars?
0: And I'm thinking about their time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to waste their time by showing them something that they fall in love with that's too expensive. Right. So you're right. I have the integrity side, which is not necessarily the traditional sales side.
1: Yeah, it, it it's true. And yet, you know, you can't blame people. They've no. been conditioned yep. to, you know, Absolutely. to look at it, that question. So you used integrity, the I in Piper. The I in Piper. Is that the most important? What would you say is, and give me the, the Piper, professionalism? Um, passion. 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 <laughs> Damn it. Passion. Beep that out. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Passion, integrity, positivity, excellence, and respect.
1: And which is the most important?
0: You know, I thought about this. Every single one of them is so important. Um, But I think excellence kind of covers all of it because we have to be outstanding. Mm -hmm. And to be outstanding, you have to be honest. You have to have passion, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a cheating answer. You have to have respect.
2: I'll accept it. Don't ask a mother to pick her favorite son, Greg. Jesus.
1: (laughs) It's me. (laughs) (laughs) But if you knew my brother, you'd understand why. Oh, yeah. Um, fair enough. I mean, it is. You can't If you, if you embrace one, you embrace them all because yep. you can't pick and choose through those. Yep. Is this something you use in your interview process as well?
0: Absolutely. It's become so much easier to hire based upon our core values because if they don't have the core values, they're not going to be a good fit.
1: That's an excellent point. That's mm-hmm. an excellent point. I think you should trademark this. Okay. Honestly. Sure. All you got to do is put a TM after it. Little known <laughs> fact associated with <laughs> trademarking. Seriously. All you got to do is put a TM after something and it's yours. Uh, no, no forms to be filled. What? Yeah. No, it's kind of weird. I don't think that's real. There's a difference between registration and copywriting and trademarking. And if it's trademarking, if you're using it consistently and you're always putting that TM after it, it's yours.
0: Really? I'm going to check into that.
1: Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll send you the bill for that legal advice. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much. All right. Um, I love it. I, I think Piper is, is something that I myself am going to embrace and, uh, fabulous. Let's take another quick break. We're going to refill our Oaxacan old fashions and when we come back we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, flooring and uh, ethics and business I think. I like awesome. this route.
0: Cool.
1: Oh, we? well, we? <laughs> I got a woman way over town that's good to To Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 Radio, recorded previously because none of us should be on the live radio. Brett, you learned that the hard way.
2: Yes, we've we've had a couple live instances.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We do record on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. And if you are on Facebook, you can actually check out the live recorded streaming version of Drink in the Style, uh, including all of the... uh, Totally not ready for prime time in-between segment (laughs) conversations. And by the way, Nancy, honestly, I am just shocked.
0: Shocked about (laughs) what?
1: (laughs) I kid, I kid. No, this has been absolutely wonderful. You know, Um, let me me just
2: speak on the music because I was just going through my brain uh, when, you know, Ray Charles was playing. Because I didn't grow up in the era of Ray Charles and I still love his music— I see Jamie Foxx in my head when I hear Ray Charles' music because he played the him mm-hmm. in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, right. kind of, it's
2: kind of messed Absolutely. up.
1: It's, That's cool. Ray Charles, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can go back. I mean, I, there's a lot of good music coming out. I'm a fan of good music and, and yeah. new stuff. But you know what? Some of the old stuff, there's tons of amazing music that people don't get. The millennials, I think, kind of get it, actually. Yeah. I think the millennials are going to save the world.
0: Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I used to hate them because I couldn't manage, that, manage them for the life of me. Mm-hmm. It just it seemed like whenever you said anything negative, they would shrivel and shrink away. And yeah. Okay, boomer. Crush them. I'm a Gen Xer, yeah. damn it. I'm a Gen Xer.
0: I'm with you on the Gen X.
1: Right? But I have a
0: millennial or just one. Okay, on, on the edge. boomer.
1: I can't believe I got okay boomered. <laughs> You put the ball on it Can Eric produce the show from now on? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go back to talking about carpeting and things like that. Nancy, we were talking. Question for you. Online shopping, has Mm -hmm. that infiltrated the flooring world much?
0: In a big picture, I'd say it probably has. Mm -hmm. We are geared toward the luxury market and we're through the trade. So architects, contractors, builders. Property managers. Fifty percent of our work's commercial, fifty percent's residential. It's very much a relationship-based business. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping relationships will sustain me until I have to retire. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: possible. Um,
0: I personally have yeah a hard time shopping online. In general. In in general, for everything. I I, the other day I was going to buy socks. If I couldn't touch them and see them and feel them, I looked a little closer. I'm like, they were sheer. No, no, no. I want comfort.
1: Really, it's. <laughs> yeah. I. I can't lie. I. I. Online comp- competition is is substantial in in my industry. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this many many times. I am infuriated by the existence of Wayfair. I mean, do you know Wayfair loses two hundred and fifty dollars on every large transaction that they that they process? I wasn't
0: aware of that. So why did they do it?
1: Yeah, so what's the point? The, fact, the point is that they're buying market share and their stock price keeps going up and investors keep sinking more and more money into a company like Wayfair under the assumption that once they have swept away brick-and-mortar retailers, they can actually start to turn a profit, Ugh. which is absurd because the moment they raise their prices to the point that they can make a profit – They will lose because of the competitive advantage that small retailers and -and brick-and-mortar retailers necessarily have. Right. So it's a a literal self-defeating business model, but the collateral damage as they move along Mm -hmm. and they continue to sweep brick-and-mortar aside Mm -hmm. is substantial. But Mm -hmm. it's true. They lose lose money on almost every transaction. Hmm. I know. It's terrifying. So take advantage of them now before they get expensive. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that's the advice I necessarily want to give. No, no, I get it. If you would like to actually help kill your neighbors and friends, <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead. It works out for you. This is the age of Trump, I guess. That's how it works. Um, but online shopping is is obviously, especially in flooring, particularly difficult because it tends to be a more two-dimensional experience. Absolutely. And a picture is never going to give you the same experience as something you get to see, right?
0: Very true. And, and our differentiator i would say is the way that we educate people there's so much information we don't want to overwhelm anyone Mm -hmm. but we do want them to make the right decisions in their flooring and their application of their flooring and so we're we're dealing with the trade you know that's why we specialize that's why i went from design to flooring because Mm -hmm. i could focus and drill down deeper Mm -hmm. and really get to know all the different products and the pros and cons and really be able to convey all the education that goes forth into making that decision. It's a big decision. There's some big investments made in flooring.
2: So question, question about your services. Mm-hmm. So with all the flooring, with wood and vinyl and all the things, mm-hmm. what if somebody wants to um, uh, polish and epoxy their uh, like cement floor? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do
1: that too?
0: We've actually done concrete. More okay, so that's... on the commercial side than the residential. Right. But yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Although it's becoming a bit of a trend, I understand, in residential to some extent. Have you... All right. So like habitation, we mm-hmm. have exposed cement, you yep. know, concrete, polished concrete yep. floors there. It's a great, you know, it's a great look. It's It's been on trend for a bit yep. of time. And now I understand it is starting to move into residential. Have you seen that? Or maybe we should make that a bigger question. What are you seeing in residential mm-hmm. flooring trends?
0: I would say the concrete was maybe... I saw more of that back five, six years ago than mm-hmm. I'm seeing now, but maybe you're on the cutting edge and it's going to come back, so it's retro.
1: Well, I opened the showroom five, six years ago, so it was on trend at that point, point. and go. as we continue to move yeah. forward, you've got to keep changing.
0: But. Right, right. I would say residentially, the trends, there's, there's a new category of SPC, which is stone polymer core. It's a very rigid material, very durable material, um, and there's a waterproof wood. So there's a veneer on top of this SPC okay. and a treatment on top of that. So you won't get the repeat. For those of you who know what luxury vinyl tile or LVT or LVP, luxury vinyl plank is, you, if you're astute and you look at flooring all the time, you're going to see a repeat. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this waterproof wood, because it is a true wood veneer, you won't see the repeat. So this is a product category that is new and coming up it's, I think, going to get pretty hot. Um, it's affordable. It's more affordable than some of the woods that we carry that are, um, you know, the oil-based woods. So it's, it's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Interesting. All right. That is, that is huge, mm-hmm. listeners, and I'll, I'll tell you why. All right. So throughout basically history, there have been artificial products that come out on the market Think of the uh, the faux brick of mm-hmm. the 1970s, for example, is a great example. When that first came out, people were amazed; they were awed. This is a chance to use faux brick, you create a brick veneer that looked totally authentic, and it always did at first. Mm-hmm. But the human mind is fabulous at spotting patterns, mm-hmm. and because of the repeat in that pattern, because the fact is that the brick may look at first glance real, after the you know a year of looking at it your mind has identified the repeat in the pattern and realized that it is artificial mm-hmm. it becomes passé disgusting and repugnant
0: absolutely it does another thing that they've done is taken on the luxury vinyl tile uh, or luxury vinyl plank lvp side of things if you're familiar with reactive stains reactive stains react differently to different pieces of wood mm-hmm. even though it's the same wood and it's the same stain okay and so what innovation has done is they, they, they do this reactive stain, and then they take high-resolution photographs, put it onto LVP, again, to eliminate that pattern repeat that you perceive.
1: So a randomization mm-hmm. of the—
0: that's- LVP. So that's another innovation that I think—we've seen it more on the commercial side, but you can use commercial products residentially, and that's the beauty of working with Intersource.
1: So we can go down to IMS and you can show samples mm-hmm. of this and you can explain why it is what it is. Absolutely. It's one of those things that, you know, you you need to work with professionals to actually understand and appreciate.
0: Yep. There's a lot more that goes into it. We're not trying to make it difficult, but we just want to make sure that you're making the decisions that you want to make for the next 10, 20, 30 years.
1: Which is key. Oh, that's that's fabulous. Oh, this was a good conversation. <laughs> what about carpeting? What are you seeing in, in carpeting these days?
0: Um. On the residential side, I would say handmade, hand-loomed, hand-tufted, everything's hand. With that comes wider widths because, you know, it's like buying a fine silk blouse. You need to understand there's going to be imperfections. These are handmade products, that's the beauty of them. But with that, again, comes more education. We have to educate the trade that comes in so that they can educate their clients on the pros and cons of these products. That's why some of them are 16 feet wide, and you won't have to seam them.
2: Didn't uh, Shag make a comeback?
0: Shag did. Uh, <laughs> did. <Hashtags>. <laughs> <laughs> did. Yeah. Although every once in a while you'll still see it, but it's not as hot as it was a couple of years ago. But handmade, these products, many of them are made in India. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yarn, a lot of bulk. They're very thick and luscious. They feel great underfoot, and they're quite affordable. Um but at the same time, we just need to have that education. We actually started putting a purple hand on all of our hand-loomed, hand-tufted products with an explanation. Not not a scary warning label, but let's just educate you about these products so that we make sure that everyone's happy in the end. Why That's is it, our Why goal. is it purple? Why is it purple? Hmm.
2: Is it like a, uh, a Prince thing?
0: You know, maybe <laughs> a little bit subliminally it was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: didn't conflict with our logo colors. Right, right. You know? It
1: worked. All right. Nothing wrong with the purple hand. I thought yeah. I was It's not like curious. the old black hand, which was the predecessor to the mafia. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Good
0: thing we didn't do black.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, you know what? I want to talk about something else, too, before we run out of time. You guys... Are more than just commerce. You guys are actual valuable members of the of the community. You're you've been doing some work for the North Side Achievement Zone. I want to give you a chance to talk about that.
0: Yeah, we're super excited about that. So, uh, InterSource is part of International Design Guild, and that's a buying group which um, has this entity, this arm of community service, and it's designed for a difference. And Mark Burnett's is the originator. He's, it was his brainchild. He started doing it in third world countries, brought it to the U.S., brought it to IDG, and he's our spokesperson. He's a celebrity designer out of Los Angeles. And he is fabulous, and he gets us going. We find different uh, nonprofits in the area to do different projects with. And Northside Achievement Zone spoke to my heart because it was not only about kids, but it was about education. And I don't know if any of you know that um, Minnesota ranks 50th in the country for graduating children of color on that time. crazy? It is It is. Min- Minnesota appalling. as a state? Minnesota as a state, 50th, Ugh. yes. And so we need to do something about this, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I got together some designers. Lucy Penfield um, and Stephanie at Lucy Interior Design have been instrumental in all of the design for differences up to this point. We've done three. This is the third one. And um, we pulled in... Sarah Randolph and Anne Cook and um, Christine Frisk from In Unison, and they have put together this design, I think it's award-winning, um, and really it was to regenerate all these family coaches that go out, and what Northside Achievement Zone is, their main focus is to close this, this achievement gap. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in education. I mean, if you really look at the root of it, it's it's housing, it's healthcare, it's all of these things. And these family coaches, which are picked from the area, they go back in to work with the families when kids are just born or even toddlers to try to educate really the parents mm. to educate their children. So they are leaders that are educating their children to be able to get not through, not through just high school, but into college. Wow! Yeah,
1: it's an insanely important thing yep. to be doing. Is there is there a site or is there? Some so we are working
0: on. Um, you can always contact me at Intersource and flam at Intersource-Inc.com, and we are starting to fundraise. Next week will be our big launch, but we're going to fundraise 150,000 to renovate their public spaces and the spaces where the coaches come in and they rejuvenate themselves to be able to serve the community.
1: Fabulous! All right, we got to take a break. When we come back. We'll do the Habitation audio blog. Stick with us.
2: Eleanor Rigby Picks up the rice in the church Where a wedding has been Lives in a dream Waits at the window Where is the face that she keeps In a jar by the door Who is it for? Oh, the lonely king
1: There is no way to, uh, to to diss the Beatles, but honestly, Ray Charles took Eleanor Rigby and turned that into pure art, didn't he? Have you heard that track before?
0: Absolutely, I have not, so that was a pleasure. I, I
1: didn't know that
2: he did that song, actually.
1: Fabulous! Check it out, YouTube it or whatever. But when he covered Eleanor Rigby, he gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Ray Charles has been providing music you're listening to. Drink in the style we've been listening to—a uh, 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 <laughs> collection of joyous songs—while we speak to uh, Nancy Nelson Flom from Intersource Flooring in IDS Center or IMS Center in uh, Minneapolis. Um, by the way, Nancy, I just want to say I, I love the cadence of your name, Nancy Nelson Flom. Mm-hmm. That is fabulous. What kind of name is Flom?
0: Flom is Norwegian. It means. Swamp dweller, which yeah, I like right. to
2: that.
0: kind of fitting for someone who's owned two homes that have wet basements, right?
2: They
0: would say oh, she's a swamp flom. dweller. Okay, let's say fjords. You know, it's the beautiful fjords of Norway, which Flåm is a town in Norway in the fjords.
1: No, so. no, no! That's when they tried to rebrand jungles as rainforests. You're a
0: swamp dweller. I like
1: it. Be, own it. Own it. I come from the swamp. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. I totally forgot to a spot on that daughter's Bergen, one.
0: so Bergen means Saffa Hill Dweller, so combine that with the swamp dweller.
1: Wow. You Scandinavians are really literal <laughs> on things. Sometimes. And efficient. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Where's Nancy? Nancy the swamp dweller or Nancy the hill dweller? Nancy
0: means full of grace, and it's actually Hebrew, but I'm not Hebrew.
1: So. Really? Full of grace, swamp dweller. This is such an educational show. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, can I write this off as some kind of like charitable contribution? You should be
0: able to.
2: You're <laughs> at the station, well, you
1: know. we are required to have public service programming. There you stuff. go. Yes, yes. Boom. You're welcome, Brett Johnson. I give and give and give. It's amazing. All right, we're going to do the audio uh, blog in just a second. But before I do, Nancy, as I'd like to be sure uh, that I accomplish this, uh, how do people learn more about Intersource?
0: Intersource. Well, I would say follow us on social media. We're actually in the right now in the midst of changing our website so you can go to it but know there's going to be a few additional tweaks to it. Um, come down for a tour. We'd love to give tours. We'd love to welcome browser, browsers in. You know, Tell your designer or architect or builder or contractor who you're working with that you want to work with InterSource and we do welcome you in. You just have to have a referral or you know, be working with someone in the trade but And if you're working with
1: somebody and you do say, I want to work with Intersource seriously, that earns you massive street cred because it means you you know what you're doing and you're selecting the right people to work with.
0: And if someone comes in and they don't have someone, we will connect them with the right person. And that's why I like to say, contact me to learn more about Intersource," because I really like to get into um, what makes a person tick and how they are to try to pair them up with the right people to work with.
1: Fabulous. And when appropriate, you can refer them to interior designers at Habitation Furnishing and Ab- Design. Absolutely. <laughs> Dan, anything big going on at Mercy no. and uh, Benedict's and Mill Valley and God knows what shady things you're up to otherwise?
2: Hey. Uh, so actually, um, this December 12th, December 11th actually uh which would be in a couple of days after the show airs. Uh we're having on a, a guest bartender from he, so we we did a maker's mark barrel that Greg did not come to. <laughs> Zing, um, he was invited, but he never showed up on time.
1: I not. I, de- I you thought, can't say never showed up on time. <laughs> on time. I didn't show up on time. Yeah. I did show
2: up. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyways, so uh, fashionably late. So we were going to launch the barrel, but the barrel hasn't come in yet. So we brought in some uh, some specialty products, um, and the, the guy is used to be the he was the original opening bar- bartender of uh, um, the Violet Violet Hour. Uh, down in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's, he's maker's Mark representative. So we're doing a pop-up with that December 11th uh, with some really cool uh, special cocktails. So it should be a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm, I was going to invite you anyways, but you should probably come down. Since, I will since, definitely since, be since there. Since you're a lover of the and
1: I'll be there at 1058. I promise.
2: <laughs> Perfect. But he's, he's actually got a couple cocktails that I'm really curious to try uh, with some ingredients that I'm not really that familiar with working with. Like uh, he's, he's got a, a lactose tincture. I'm really confused. How do you
1: create a lactose tincture? That's I mean, how do you? we're
2: going to find out. You, you grab a pile of lactose? I don't know. He, he's, he's a very talented guy. So I love working right. with people that uh, can provide me with something that I've never done before. And
1: this is where? Uh, at Mercy. At Mercy. Yep. And this is the date of December? December uh, 11th. 11th. All yep. right. If you want to lactose tincture yourself, that's the place to <laughs> be. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to do the Habitation Audio Log. So are we ready to do this? All right. Take my glasses off. I can't see anymore when I wear my glasses. Here we go. Habitation Audio Log Installment 44. Shout out to listeners, shoppers. I wanted to take a minute to do something that I should have been doing all along, thanking AM950 and Drink in the Style listeners for their support. Last week, could have been the week before, I've lost my concept of time, I came into the showroom to find a card on my desk. Vicki Balcom, a wordsmith, researcher, technical writer, and fan of the show, had come in to check out Habitation. She was kind enough to make a purchase, by the way. Nice selection, Vicki. That was a great bookshelf and one of my favorites. But more importantly, she took the time to let us know that she's a fan of the show and of the station. I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate when folks do that. The truth is... A lot of people work very hard to create Drink in the Style, and a lot of people work very hard to make AM950 the successful local radio station it is. And since this medium is basically one way, we're not uh, Alexa, so we can't hear what's going on on the other side of the speaker, it can be difficult to know how we're being received. So when people come in and take a moment to let us know that they're listeners, either to my show or to the station in general, It means a lot. So there it is, a belated moment of thanks to all of you out there who are engaged, supportive, and aware of the things that make our community a place in which we are proud to live. Thank you, everyone. Can I get some applause or anything? You you know what? Actually, what's what's kind of funny
2: about that one is I could tell you were a little more into it because uh, you're a hand talker, as I am. Well, you were hand talking the crap out of that one right there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I noticed that I was doing the same thing. I was yeah. like,
2: Wow, <laughs> just sit on my hands, just sit on the hands.
1: It's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. The hands are useful. We talked about this, right? right? Yeah. The the, the, the mystery of why do people talk with their hands? It's universal. Blind people talk with their hands.
0: Right. So we're just trying to convey more than we can say.
1: Right. But you're right. It is when you're passionate about something, you yeah. become animated. Hundred percent. So yeah. So total shout out, listeners. Thank you so much and thank you, Vicky. There was a little authenticity right there. It happens yeah. on occasion. The authenticity <laughs> comes through. The shiny <laughs> polish on the top wears away and you get the authentic rustic basics. That's beautiful. Boom. All right. I want to ask you one more question before we get off flooring and we go into kind of the close of the show because I love the concept. Flooring is art. This is a trend. This is something that people are becoming aware of looking down. Mm -hmm. Tell me what flooring as art means to you. Well,
0: I think it's a beautiful backdrop. I just think it's something that doesn't have to overpower when you walk into a space. However, commercially, I have to say the things that I'm seeing, and usually commercial trends and innovation um, takes precedence, and you might see it later in residential. So what I've been seeing is... Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen There was a
1: huge Hand flourish there This,
0: this um, It's just so beautiful It's There's this Depth of pattern Biophilic You know Nature Derived Realism Yet there's Color that can weave In and out In almost a musical manner
1: And this is on what substrate At what surface Carpet tile On carpet tile Carpet
0: tile It is gorgeous And the colors Hot colors Blues Grays Coral Chartreuse Aqua, um, Aqua is is back in style, mm-hmm. but it's just it's it's gorgeous. Also, the other thing that I've seen is woven vinyl, on luxury vinyl planking, which is a brilliant idea. Makes it much more durable, and um, resilient. So,
1: nice. yeah, just. Yeah. It's almost like going back in time. I mean, you know, uh, mosaics, for mm-hmm. example, were a tremendous part of, of historical design mm-hmm. overall. And then somehow along the way, we kind of stopped looking down.
0: Right. And, and Absolutely. The other thing that you had mentioned was concrete earlier. And I wanted to say that not only is nature, you know, really driving the trends in terms of the aesthetic, the depth and and people want to get into nature, which I think is so interesting. Back in the day, I'm sure they wanted shelter. Now we want nature because we mm-hmm. can't get enough of it. True. But concrete on the juxtaposition side of it is really a hot thing. And so concrete-looking LVT and LVP and concrete-looking carpet, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. Whoa,
1: concrete- concrete-looking looking carpet? carpet? Have yeah. you, nice.
0: Have you been to International Market Square? Yeah. Common areas? It was just remodeled.
1: Yeah. Really? No okay. Concrete. That's I don't think really i look down. We did. That. <laughs> right, right. Oh, we did the carpet. Really? Yeah. Together with Jennifer Rice?
0: Uh, together with, well, Christine Frisk within Unison, which is oh. related to Jennifer. And I know she was on your show, too.
1: She was. She was yeah. a great guest. Yeah. And also winner of, uh, I think, the uh, ASID uh, Sponsor yes. Partner of the Year. Yes. Industry she beat Partner. Me for that.
0: Oh, you were Industry Partner. I'll have to vote <laughs> for you next Hello, year. love Jennifer. <laughs> You right. were there that night, weren't you? Yes, I was yes. sitting
1: front and center and completely drunk. I think
0: you were drunk. Next to our. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got an no that night, but I saw that you were right next to us over there. All right.
1: Very cool. Well, there it is. Oh my god, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen! Actually, no, the concrete is carpeting. I I, I can't wait. I'm going to have to go and check that out mm-hmm. asap because that is interesting. What's the uh, What's the fabric? What's the? It's nylon. Is it nylon? Mm-hmm. All right. There it is. (laughs) We've learned a (laughs) tremendous amount today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have drunk our way through yet another episode, courtesy of the Oaxacan Old Fashioned, which uh, is, again, Dan, kudos to you, sir. It's amazing. Kudos to you. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design, Nancy Nelson-Flom from Intersource Flooring, Dan newkirk from Mercy and Benedict's, all those other folks. I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week and to quote entrepreneur and motivational speaker Jim Rohn, if you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. Good luck, everybody.